The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome to Orange is the New Black, a podcast for diehard Bengals fans. I'm your host, Ace Boogie, along with my co-host, Zim. What's going on, Zim? What's up? What's up, people? Did y'all see me? I'm finally on YouTube, and I just throw up the bird because you can finally see me. <laughs> and I'm just immature like that, so I just was like, fuck it, let's just throw it up. Let's do it. Uh, so it's been a while, man. Luckily, we was able to get back together, uh, trying to get back on the same schedule, but we're working through some things. But there hasn't really been too much really going on, and me and Zim have been talking offline, and it's been like, man, it's not much going on. But uh, we have gotten some some uh, little waves of, of news here and there, some tidbits here and there. Most notably, a lot of people talking about Carson Palmer and his comments on uh, Joe Burrow and a lot of national media that are ganging up and hoping that the Bengals somehow screwed us up and that Joe Burrow requests not to go to the Bengals, which I don't think any of that is going to happen. Uh, but aside from that, it's just been operation. What can they do to break down the Bengals? So another thing that we really want to touch on is a uh, tweet that came out um, that was about a proposed trade for Andy Dalton and A.J. Green. So we'll talk about that later in the show. But kicking <laughs> things off. Kicking things, and me and him are going to be on both different sides, so you're going to get both of our perspectives on that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people. If y'all don't know, like, me and Ace agree so much that it kind of takes a little bit of the fun out of it. So when I get a moment where we actually disagree on something, I like to take advantage of it, and I'm very excited about that, and I hope you guys enjoy me and him going back and forth today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So don't forget to uh, subscribe to us. I'm on YouTube at New Stripe City. Zim is on IG at Zim underscore Hooday. Um, you can follow us both on Twitter. He's on Twitter at Zim Hooday. It's one word. And mine is at New Stripe City. Um, also, be sure to subscribe to the Sensi Jungle podcast. We're on a conglomerate network with uh, the Orange and Black Insider, Matt Minish's Chalk Talk. So be sure to check us out there. Uh, be sure to leave us a review and be sure to tweet us any, you know, suggestions, ideas that you guys have for what we can do during this tumultuous time before the NFL Combine. But kicking things off, Zim, what are your thoughts on what what people are saying about the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow and he should not want to be there and he should request a trade and Carson Palmer's talking all of this trash what are your thoughts on on the narrative that's kind of getting kicked around right now uh, by the national media? It's all fake news. Um, they, everybody's in the same position that we we currently are in. We're searching for titles. We're, I mean, we're searching for topics to talk about. We're searching for something to, you know, drive drive the clicks. You know, like get the the clickbait going and. From the outside looking in, I could I could see how someone could kind of look at us from uh, the standpoints that they're looking at it. Just like I think the other day, I, I meant to tell you this too. We you said something about the Panthers or something the other day, and one of my guys was like, "Listen," and he was he, and he went off, and I was like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> he was like, "Bro, our roster." He started naming all these people, so I'm like, 
when you're inside the building or you're like a fan of a team, you're going to know all the nuances and all the different things about a team. And so for us, I always try to look at myself and look at the Bengals organization from the outside looking in. It's kind of hard because we do report a lot of this stuff, but if you're just looking at that, you're just going to focus on wins and losses for one. We could go back to, you know, to 2011, all we want, but we didn't win a playoff game. And for the longest time, people would say to me, like, man, the goal is to win a playoff game. And I was like, nah, like, nah, I want a Super Bowl, like, right? And then right. in the last couple of years, I've slowly, I guess, maybe starting to wear out, wear me out. And then I'm, I am starting to think, like, all right, can I just get a playoff win? And part of, <laughs> and part, and part of what that does, though, it starts to help formulate, like, it, it starts to curve some of these narratives that I think that are currently going on. But nobody's seen us win a playoff game in how long? So, so naturally, so naturally, I just think a lot of people have this real, real negative outlook on it no matter what. I think players around the league understand the talent. Uh, former players are only basing off of their former coaches and former, you know, former settings and food and travel and all these different things that have now probably changed and, and some things haven't changed the scouting hasn't changed the indoor facility stuff is still like no. not done the ring of honor is still not done so it's like i i get it i get it like you know i'm a fan so i'm a fan first if if i would i always told like people like james and people like that if i had to report the Bengals, it'd be really tough for me because because uh, of situations like this i really really like some of the players and um and when you do, it's just like, man, you start to believe in it a little bit more than the average consumer. So right. I don't think I don't think much of it. I, I, I don't think I heard that much talk when uh, Johnny Miz, I mean, said Johnny Miz, Baker Mayfield or like Kyler. Like, I, I think you it's didn't super hear it at all. I didn't hear it at all. And I think it's super preposterous. Like Dan Patrick, I posted him like one day. I, one thing that I do. And I know other Bengals pages and other people have been posting like all these clowns that post it. I mean, that say this stuff. But to me, you're doing exactly what they want you to do. Just so like I, and buying it, into it. Yeah, and you're like getting people to click it. So one thing that I've been doing from a reporting aspect is just I really haven't been shedding too much light on that stuff. Me and you could talk about it. Like I talk to people about it a lot, but I I really don't want that to be like the topic. I like I like to. Like, you know me, I like to right. hit people with our own angle on stuff. And I like to uh, share my perspective. And I feel like I I, sh I share the perspective of a lot, of, a lot of Bengals fans because I lean on Bengals fans to give me subjects and topics and different things like that. Even right. the basis of this show is spread off of a topic that you raised to me earlier in the day. You know what I'm saying? So right. that's, how, that's how I formulate all of this stuff. And... Uh, if other people are posting those guys like that, I just feel like it even feeds the narrative even more. Right. So yeah. I, I, choose, I choose not to post that type of fake stuff to me because if we're going to change this thing, the only way to change it is by winning. It's not going to be by posting Dan Patrick talking oh, about the, Dol the Dolphins would be a better – like, what the – what have the Dolphins done? <laughs> they be trying us, bro. What have the Dolphins done? I live in Florida. That's why it's like – that's why it's crazy for me. That's why it's crazy for me because, like, I've been in Florida now since, what, 10 years? No, more than 10 years, almost 14 years. And, like, literally, dog, I've been down here, like, Tampa Bay has been trash. No offense, Tampa Bay people, if you're listening. I don't know my boy Javen. I know you I know fan. my man Wade, my man, my boy Wade Martin uh, and, the, and his brother. Oh, my God. Tampa has been bad. They still got a Super Bowl, but that was from way back in the day. Um, they still got one that's that's better than us, but the Jaguars, Miami, all of them have been bad. And it's like I sit around here and it's like not to say that the Bengals are like anything to brag about, but it's like, damn, at least we've been to the playoffs. Like mm -hmm. they don't really go to the like it's probably they don't go that yeah, it's probably like they out of all of these teams down here in the last 10 years. It may be like less than five, maybe five at most, with them combined that have actually played in a playoff game. Like 
out of the appearances that they've had spotty here and there. So that was just crazy when Dan Patrick said that. Cause I'm like, I remember when the Dolphins were the first team to go defeated, like 0 and 16, Cleo Lemon type. Like I remember that. So like that that's just been kind of crazy to me. And then I've witnessed kind of the bus go through their transitions here and there. Josh Freeman, all of these other quarterbacks, Jameis now, like even with Jameis, they still haven't made the playoffs. So it's like a lot of people talk about, oh, the Bengals haven't had a playoff win. There's a lot of teams out there without a playoff win. It's just that our drought has been longer because of the 90s. And so I think, like you said, when you hear all these narratives, I choose to try to ignore it too. But sometimes it's just frustrating. It's almost kind of contributed to me, like not even listening to the ESPNs and NFL networks of the world because it's like they don't even – they don't even do their research. Like I'm sitting there listening to Dan Patrick talk to Carson Palmer and he's talking about there's no talent in Cincinnati. I'm like, did you watch Joe Mixon? Do you know about AJ Green? Do you know about any of these players that we have like Carlos Dunlap, Geno Atkins? Like it just, it just kind of blows my mind. And it's like, I know for a fact that those are like marquee names because there's people from Florida that aren't Bengals fans that know who Carlos Dunlap is. They know who Geno Atkins is. They know who AJ Green is. Now they might not be as hip. Now they, if they're hip to Joe Mixon, it's because they watch college. Like all of my friends that seen us draft John Ross and Mixon, they were like, oh, y'all about to be some dogs. Cause like we watched them in college. So like most people know who players on the Bengals are from a college standpoint, but I think and, like and said, a fantasy football standpoint. And a fantasy football standpoint. And the crazy thing is, too, is I think like I've, I've heard a lot of people that aren't even Bengals fans reach out to me like about the whole Joe Burrow thing because they really like Joe Burrow. So like hey, that's going to hey. be another player that makes them watch the Bengals and pay attention. Have you been recently? Have you walked around? I want to ask all Bengals fans this, too. Have you recently walked around with Bengals apparel on and people giving you compliments lately? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Like I went to the DMV. I think about a month ago or whatever, I was talking to a Raiders fan. We had a good conversation about. No, I'm talking about on the strength of Joe Burrow. Like, yeah, yeah, that's bro, what I was bro, leading I, into. I've been wearing my hat like damn near four days out of a week. And right. I cannot tell you how many people have come up to me. Even I was at the gym. A guy mm-hmm. uh, was a, L- a big time LSU fan. He said, y'all about to go get a ring now, bro. Like so right. many people walked up to me like that and say that now. Right. And it's because of Joe Burrow. Like you said, like I even watched I even watched something where like the dude on pro football talk was like hating on us like, oh, Joe Burrow shouldn't go there, but he's going to win a Super Bowl and he can even win one in Cincinnati. And I'm like, then why doesn't he just play for Cincinnati? <laughs> like, I, I, That's the question. A lot of people are saying if if Cincinnati is so bad. Why wouldn't you want to have? Why wouldn't it? Why won't they let the best player go to the worst team? If if that's the argument, isn't that what the draft is for? It's like the the NFL version of LeBron. Like if you want him to be the savior of Ohio, why not? Like that's gonna be something that they can write about for a long time. Like if Joe Burrow, if Joe Burrow just is amazing playoff drought, they gonna write about him for years. The story is amazing. I also have a – that brings me to one thing I hadn't even told you about. I'm going to tell Ace this live, and I'm so glad I get to see your face. I've recently reached out to Cox Sporting Goods, right? Mm-hmm. And I off, I have a, I have a special offer that I'm going to be able to offer to uh, everybody that's listening. If you're looking for your Joe Burrow jersey, we're going to do something very, very special for you guys I want to. I want to take. A, I have my own that I, I have my own Joe Burrow jersey that I've created myself from the NFL shop. I'm waiting to the draft to bust it out the box. But Cot Sports has Sporting Goods has sent me something. This is directly in Cincinnati. If you guys don't know, one of one of my favorite stores, Ace, uh, got me some stuff from there when he was in Cincy like a couple months ago. So I've talked to some people there. We're gonna get this thing in the works. I currently have two jerseys on the way to me right now as we are recording. I should probably have it by tomorrow, but they're Joe Burrow number nine jerseys. But if I feel as though they meet the requirements that we are looking for, then we're going to offer a special offer for anyone that is listening so that you can have your Joe Burrow jersey pre-draft if, if that's what you're into. Because afterwards, everybody can get them. But right. if you want to say that you're a diehard fan and you believe – Cause some people, when I first, 
I don't know if you noticed, know we were doing these live, we were doing these podcasts, right? And then I'll go do my live stream on Friday, I mean, on Sundays. And then people would say, uh, Zim, like, you know, like, you're crazy to go um, to one of Joe Burrow's, Joe Burrow's jersey because I kept on mentioning, I'm like, you got to believe, like, you know, and, right. and it slowly but surely, week after week, it became like a thing. And then people started DMing me and say, hey, look, I got mine. So it's like one of them things. Somebody said, "Well, what if they don't? What if they don't draft them?" I'm like, "Well, shit, I'm gonna still wear my Joe Burrow jersey because <laughs> I'm gonna tell people how they should have drafted Joe Burrow for the rest of my life." And now right. I'm gonna close down my account right after that too. <laughs> but but I want but I wanted to definitely let uh, let you know about that live live on here. I'm working on something where I think we're gonna be able to offer some type of discount to people for their Joe Burrow jersey if you yearn to have it before everyone else. That is super dope, and definitely shout out to Koch. Like, that is – when I went back home uh, for the Week 2 playoff game, that was, like, the best story. Like, you can get the Bengals captain patch sold on your joint. So, definitely hit them up, show them some love, and definitely stay tuned uh, if you're for the listening, contest that they're talking about. If you're listening to this and you can't wait for our next show, I've already told the owner there, too. If you call up to Cox Sporting Goods, I'm going to give you all the phone number at the end of the show because I wasn't even prepared to even unleash this. If you mention Ace and Zim on there, it really helps us out a lot because what I'm trying to do is formulate a discount code so that people can get it a little bit cheaper. But in the meantime, I told them, hey, well, I'm going to send some people your way just so you can see the power of the Hude fans. And, um, he, and he's got them ready to go. So there is no delay. Like, I, I just got mine sent off on, like, Friday. That's why I said I'll probably get mine tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, yeah, definitely be sure to check Koch out. Um, so, Zim, let's get into it. So, before this whole, like Zim said, the way that this, this episode formulated, um, I saw a tweet on Twitter. It was um, from Dan Cilio, and it was he he's caused like a lot of waves in the Bengals Twitter community lately. He's been tweeting things saying that the Bengals have already been talking to different teams about possibly trading the first pick. All kind of like wild stuff. But today he decided to send out a tweet saying that the Patriots are having conversations with the Bengals for draft picks uh, for Andy Dalton and AJ Green. In my opinion, it's a reach, but the Patriots have to plan B if they plan to move on from Tom Brady. So this kind of sparked me being frustrated because I just I have a certain opinion of what the Patriots are going to do and offer us. And then Zim was like, well, why do you feel that way? Like, you might as well move on from, from A.J. Green, essentially, if the package is right. So if the package, if the, key word, if the package, if is, the right. package is right. So not, I'm oh. not saying that Zim is just saying he's taking whatever, but then Zim basically prefaced it with an offer um, to me of a package from the Patriots. And if I would take it for AJ Green and Andy Dalton and Zim, you can go ahead and share the package. That you okay. Want. Now this is the package. Now this is what I offer Ace. Now I posted something on my Instagram, which is going crazy like wildfire. I'm like 45 minutes into this thing. I got like 60 comments already. So, and, and people are going both, you know, clicking yes or no, like it, it could go either way. So if you're listening to this, I want you to chime in too. Hit us on Twitter. Hit us on Instagram, Zim underscore Hude, New Strike City. You can comment directly on him and let him know that you're on his side. But when I originally sent this offer to Ace, it was AJ Green, Andy Dalton. No picks, nothing else. Just AJ Green, Andy Dalton. Two players. One that's 31 years old. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. You said 32, if I'm not mistaken. You said he's 32. No, he's 31. He's 31. Okay. Okay. All right. So I said, would you, and this was the trade, first round, 2020, second round, 2020, and um, Dante, uh, Dante Hightower. That was it, right? Right. That right there alone, to me, I would say, yeah, right? That alone. Right. What I I changed it up because I thought, let me make it a little bit interesting. I, and I'm going to ask this to Ace because I don't think he's seen my post yet. And I want to see what he says about this. Because Ace's argument to me is that 
Bill Belichick isn't going to let that happen with Dante Hightower. Dante Hightower is about to be a free agent. So, or he's going into the last year of his deal. So the Bengals will take his $10, uh, $10 million cap hit. Andy, Andy Dalton has a $17 million cap hit. Uh, I mean, it's, you're still you're still up seven mil with that part that part of it, and you're cutting off what you would have gave uh, AJ Green. So that's the money side of it, right? Let's change it up a little bit. Patriots first round 2020 pick, Patriots third round 2020 pick, Patriots fourth round 2020 pick. Also, the Patriots fourth round 2021 pick, and the icing on the cake. Jamie Collins, because his earlier in the earlier in the conversation, he said that he didn't think Bill Belichick would let Dante Hightower go. I, I'm and I, and it's kind of like a technicality. Let's say Dante Hightower was still under contract with the Patriots. Right. That's kind of like what you're saying. I'm gonna make no, it even no, easier. Let's, let's keep uh, let's keep Dante Hightower in it instead I'm of good, Jamie I'm Collins. I'm good with that. Whoa! Not, okay. not that trade. See, see, that see trade. the reason. The reason why I said Jamie Collins because Jamie Collins just re-upped and did a deal for them for one year for like one million, and they're gonna cut. They're gonna cut him anyway. He's a free agent. I was gonna say. I was gonna He's say the agent. original one that you did. The original one that you did with Jamie with uh, Dante Dante Hightower. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I was gonna but, say no. Let me let me say it again to people okay. listening. Patriots first round two thousand twenty. 2020 pick, Patriots third round 2020 pick, Patriots fourth round 2020 pick, Patriots fourth round 2021 pick, and now Dante Hightower as well. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay, so okay, so we got the first. Let me pull up what their picks first, are. third, fourth, and then 2021 fourth. Hold on one second. Now, while he's looking that up, this is the basis of my argument. I love AJ Green to death. I think AJ Green is bigger than just a football player for this the 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 city of Cincinnati. When AJ Green is retired, I want a statue there. I want a, this. This reminds me of our argument that we had. Well, not even our argument, our debate that we had about the whole Dunlap and Atkins thing, right? I want AJ Green around, right? I want him. I want him cemented in Cincinnati history for the rest of our lives. I want my son to grow up and know that AJ Green is one of the greatest wide receivers of all time, and he wore Bengals stripes his whole career. That's what I want in a perfect world. So let's never get that misunderstood. But. AJ Green is not being available in the last three seasons. He's only played a half a season worth of football. I need players that are available for this. And because even if you look at the Bengals just this year, if they had a available John Ross or available um, Drake or Patrick or have all of these guys that y'all probably don't even put that much to, you wouldn't be two and 14. I'll tell you that just off of, mid-tier guys, guys that you're not even really eva- like like valuing that high. If you're not available to me, then what good is it me just saying that you're on the roster? Like, that's just like me saying, somebody said uh, a lot of comments about, I wanted Jake Dolagala to play or whatever. But if he's not suited up on game day, he didn't really mean that much to me. And so I'm not even looking at him like that, that hard like I should, right? Because Jake Dolagala has a lot of interest from – a lot of teams, then I think he could be valuable to the team. But if he's not suiting up, what is he doing to give me wins? If AJ Green is not suited up, I'm looking at him in a different light. Ace's response to me first is AJ Green's a Hall of Famer. Yes, AJ Green's a Hall of Famer, but Hall of Famers don't last forever. And currently he's not playing. And I and I don't think that's just because. There's one injury. I feel like these these little small injuries are starting to mount up on him. I think he could come back and go crazy. But will he play a full 16? I don't think so. 
And with a wide receiver uh, draft class that's that deep, I'll roll the dice because these second-round uh, wide receivers that have been coming into the league, like, lately, they've been hitting. Ever since Tyler Boyd, like, all these second-round dudes, like, the I mean, I I, I kind of consider – didn't DK Metcalf go to end the first? Or did – No, he, he went to second. He went in the second. So, all right. of these guys are going, like, second round. Like, I'm telling you, I'm going to get a first, a third, and a fourth. I could take two of them picks and make them a wide receiver. Bengals hit on wide receivers generally, like, mm-hmm. on – like average, right? Marvin Marvin Jones. They're good at wide receivers. Mar- they're good Mar- at drafting wide receivers. They're, they're good at wide receivers. And 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 and, and checking wide receivers coming out of college is not as hard as like offensive linemen to me, because offensive linemen in the in the college rank, they're always blocking like in space. It's so hard, like for somebody like me to analyze the offensive lineman in college versus like what's a good like what's an elite guy, unless I'm just. Watching somebody like um, I remember watching Mike McGlinchey. He just looked bigger than everybody. He's knocking everybody out, and he's pancaking everything. Right, right. It's so hard, like, to do that in wide receiver world. If you're it, there's things you're looking for is our guys dropping it. What's his speed look like, and can he catch contested passes? When I go look at like somebody like a uh, Nikhil Harry or uh, McCole Hardman, like it's so easy. Hardman looks so much faster than everybody else. Nikhil Harry was, like, really running really, really good routes. And, and the way I know that is because every time the quarterback was throwing it, he's always where he had to be. And it wasn't – and the quarterback could have thrown a, a bad ball. But you, it, it's so many small things from a wide receiver that you can catch on film. And I think the Bengals would do a really, really good job at taking advantage of those picks. If AJ, if AJ Green went to the Patriots and had success, I don't feel no type of way as long as I had success. And if I didn't have success, at least I didn't have a shitty ass uh, plan. Like right. I, I had a first round pick to show for it. If it don't pan out, it don't pan out. Ace told me earlier, like, man, if he goes over there and he kills it and da da da, like, I don't give a shit. Like, he's gone. But this, like, this is okay. So this is what I'm gonna say. First of all, I'm glad that I checked on their draft picks because they do not have a second-round draft pick. They've got a first-round pick that's number 23, and it looks like their next one is a third. But even if they did, Pretty even damn if they high. did, this is what I'm saying. 23 to me is not high. It's not It's not high to me. Tyler Eifert was drafted number 23. You said Tyler Eifert was? Dark, dark, uh. dark, dark, dark with Denard was 23. William Jackson was 22. Uh, okay. Eifer, if he wasn't 18, 21, or 20, I'm going to look that up. You tripping. We're nah, talking about the 23rd best player in college football. 21st pick. Okay. So the 23rd best, uh, Cedric O'Boy was number 23 too as well, wasn't he? Come on, man. <laughs> all right. So this is, this is what I'm going to say. First of all, I'm not trading AJ Green because number one, he's at the lowest price that anybody could ever get him at because he doesn't have any season that he's played for last year. You don't really know what you're going to get into him. So Bill Belichick can really be like, I'm going to offer you whatever because I don't have any excuse to really believe that AJ Green is still AJ Green. Um, but with the offer being said, Zim is saying the first round, the second round. No, and, no, first, um, third, fourth. First, third, fourth, and then Dante Hightower. And I'm saying no for and several reasons. I'm saying no for several reasons. Number one, the one year that we did not have A.J. Green, how many games did we win? Two, he is a big reason why the Bengals did not win that many games last year. And so you've heard Dyer. him talk about it. He's He said adamantly, we wouldn't have lost. We wouldn't only have won two games if I played. Facts. Um, That's so. Fact. So for me, it's like he's a franchise player. Um, number two, it makes the it makes the Patriots like the shoe in to be the Super Bowl like champs for like the next two or three years. Like you're giving. Imagine, look what AJ Green has no. done on a team with Andy Dalton and Marvin Lewis. You're really going to give him the Bill Belichick and expect for us to make the playoffs and have a chance against them. Like, what if in two years we have to play them in the first round? We're gonna get eliminated, like off rip. No, That's no. another reason. Like, if we're trading him out of 
out of the conference or something like that. Okay, I can get that, but not like I'm not trying to prolong the Patriots dynasty. Like if they can be a no. team that with, that the, with Andy worked, Dalton at the helm, with a- Andy Dalton and That's AJ their quarterback. Green, with Bill Belichick, with Bill Belichick is gonna win. Like he's gonna win. Like this dude won with Matt no, Castle. He's won with Matt Castle at quarterback. Like Matt Castle did something at quarterback with, and I, they got a way better team than us. You got the defensive player in the year, Stephon Gilmore. You got a good defense over there. Um, I, you, and you, I just you worried, you're worried about like, somebody that ain't even in our division like that. Like I'm not even worried. Like, they're still it, in our conference. If though, I like, see when, him, I see him. I got when, Joey B. What you mean? I if about, I see you, I see you, punk. I'm a, when man. I talk about that though. When I talk about when we make these arguments for taking a Joe Burrow, right, and I tell them you got to be able to score with Pat Mahomes, it's because I'm thinking we're going to have to go through Pat Mahomes to get to the playoffs and to win in the playoffs and to you get to the Super Bowl. Lamar first. We gotta, so we're going to go through Lamar, Pat Mahomes, and Andy Dalton with Bill Belichick and AJ <laughs> and Andy Dalton, yes, I'm going to go right through him. I'm going to shred his ass <laughs> up, and I'm going to kill every Dalton lover in the world. Hell yeah, that's what I want. That's I another want reason. Show. That would give Dalton lovers the ammo they need because Bill Belichick would have to do it, bro. He's 4 3 forever. This, Don't you ever this, forget 4 and 3 This is my other point, though. You got to remember, too, though, he did that 2015 with, with A.J. Green. And you're talking about a completely, like, the greatest of all time coach with a guy like Julian Edelman over there, with that offense, Josh McDaniels. You Come sound on, more bro. scared of Andy Dalton than A.J. Green to the No, Patriots, I'm scared bro. of A.J. Green. Now, Andy Dalton by himself, I'm good. I'm good with that because you'll oh, see, exactly, right, let me, let me, you'll see let me. exactly what you saw with New England last year with them only having Muhammad Sanu without A.J. Green. That's what – a that's what um, about it makes me like, nah, I don't want to do that because I know that A.J. Green makes Andy Dalton look way better than he really is. And so you're giving him Andy Dalton, Muhammad Sanu, which he's had before, Julian Edelman, Josh McDaniels as an offensive coordinator, Bill Belichick as a coach. They are going to win games like the Patriots. That's what they do. That's what they do. Is what is? I'm not. I'm sorry. I'm just not. Three things certain in life. Death. Taxes and the Patriots always gonna have ten wins every year, every season. That's whether cool. Andy Dalton had ten not. seasons, but what happens when they go up against an elite quarterback with some elite weapons? Like that gives my team time to grow. And one part of your just the whole thing that you're not understanding is I got I got over sixty million dollars worth of cap space. So any legit free agent wide receiver, I can go get. I could go get a veteran. Can you I, get them though? Got, can you get them? You can I could, say go, I could go. I could go get Dez Bryant right now as as my. You go player. to Dez Bryant and you ask Dez Bryant who is the best player on the Bengals. He's gonna tell you AJ Green. You're gonna say who do you want to play with? He's gonna say AJ Green. If he comes to a Bengals team that's like you don't have AJ Green, I'm the not best, playing there. The best player on the team right now is not AJ Green anymore though. It is to me. It is to me. I think when people how think of the face, he doesn't. You say, how do I know? He doesn't play. How would you if know? you ask the average the NFL fan, Joe Mixon. he's the best offensive player, yes. But no, is he a franchise player. player? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, the life the life of a running back is not what it, you know, it's not the same. But if you're talking about who means the most to the organization, who has done the most, hell yeah, A.J. Green. But who currently is the best? I can't definitively say A.J. Green because he couldn't even get out of L- – he couldn't even get out of OTAs, bro. I just feel like he is because we won two games. Like we've seen what AJ Green has done. With AJ Green Mixon. would have played on them games. They went four or five, maybe. They went four or five, maybe. I mean, I still feel like they're a way better team with AJ Green. So he's the best player. Number two, number two, the draft picks that you're getting for him. To me, it's like the first round. To me, is more like a second. The second round to me since his letter is more Bro, like the twenty-third pick is not the thirty-first. I knew he was gonna try to come with that you, thirty-two. And if you're stuff, talking no. with you talking about a future pick, you might as well kiss that goodbye because it's gonna be the thirty-second pick in the draft if you get him. I AJ said ne- I said next year fourth round. That that price, that pick is damn near meaningless. That's basically that? a fifth rounder. So for that's me, cool. so for me, it's like that's cool. Okay, that's cool because you gotta break down that's, the trade. Tra- this is a trade for real. It's Andy Dalton for Jamie Collins. In that third, that's the one part of the pick. 
The other right. side of the pick is AJ Green for a first and a fourth. If AJ Green was going on all cylinders, he still only works a first round pick. We saw that throughout the year when everybody was talking about like, what is AJ Green going to get traded for when it got to the trade deadline? At his maximum, he's a first round pick. The fact that he hasn't played and if his medicals check out, like he'll never be more than a first round pick ever again because he's thirty one years old. That's that's but it, how period. valuable. How valuable is AJ Green? To the to organization, Joe Burrow, to the organization, to the receivers in the locker room, to the Very. team. Period. Like, if you trade AJ Green, does Joe Mixon want to stay here anymore? Does he uh, want to stay here? You start drafting fucking uh, uh, Jefferson. Start drafting. Start drafting <laughs> some some dogs. You have to draft you gonna have everybody. You gonna have no, to you draft don't. everybody. No, you don't, bro. You got like, sixty million in cap space, and you got a shitload. But of you got now. sixty now million you can move in up. cap space in a place. Let's just be real. That is not ideal. That everyone wants to play at. And you talking about? It will though. Joe Burrow's coming to town though. Like people want to play for him now. And but why all you gotta would you do take, is, if you had somebody like Joe Burrow, why would you take his best asset? We've seen Andy I'm not Dawn taking defend. away. I just was offered a really good deal, and I'm going to take it. You're acting like I'm saying cut AJ Green. No, I'm this saying is, this give is me what I'm three saying. picks. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. You said okay, so we draft a receiver, right? You mentioned Tyler Boyd. You mentioned uh, some of the other receivers. I Sanu, still got Odyssey. But what you didn't mention, what you didn't mention though, is how long it took those dudes to develop. Like, yeah, Tyler Boyd is good now. It's year four now. It took Tyler Boyd like his his second year. We almost thought some people thought Tyler Boyd was a bust because he wasn't even in the starting lineup. And I remember when we lost uh, Marvin Jones and Muhammad Sanu. The first thing AJ Green came out and said because he was disappointed was. It's going to take those guys two or three years. It's going to take Tyler like two or three years to develop because that's how long it took Marvin Jones and Muhammad Sanu to develop. So to me, it's like we have we have Tyler Boyd to step in if AJ leaves, right? Can we really trust John Ross? I don't think so. We saw that this year. He's going to get hurt. He's going to be in and out of the lineup. When he's there, he's going to make moves, but he's not necessarily dependable. We've seen that Tyler Boyd really can't command the offense himself. And so are we really expecting a rookie wide receiver to come in and really take over like AJ Green did in 2011? I can't I can't see that. I don't I don't see that happening. That's another reason I don't need, I don't need him like, to. I don't need him to. What I'm trying to do is develop a football team. So many different struggles from the Bengals come from signing old players that shit had no business getting other contracts with it. And I'm not saying AJ Green falls in that category. But at some point, there has to be a full transition buy-in into buying into the skill set one of Joe Burrow, surrounding him with young talent, surrounding him with veteran talent, right? Surrounding right. him with a foundation that's strong that can move forward. AJ Green is so much of a variable to me at this point because even when I think he could have played at the end of last season, I think his health at his age. He, he's proven throughout time he doesn't heal like some of the greats that I, I really like. And I love A.J. Green. He was so healthy for so long that when he actually did get hurt, we're not talking about torn ACLs and stuff. We're talking about like bone, bone spurs. Uh, uh, he had a calf injury, like what was that, two years ago? An uh, ankle injury this year, uh, the big toe last year. These are injuries that a lot of guys heal and come back from. He is not. So what does that tell me now when he starts to try to depend on other ligaments and other different things? I just don't trust his long-term ability. And I don't want to give Joe Burrow somebody that's not always but there. Was it really so, so, that or was it the fact that the Bengals were like eliminated? What happened, the, what happened last year? What happened a year before that? He was hurt. Hold on, hold on. Back. Let me show you this real quick. Let me show you this real quick. So this is a website that I have right now that I'm pulling up. I still sports, think I still think sports injury is a, is predictor. A, they talk about how many people are high risk injury. What does that say right there? It says that he is a low risk player, low risk cool. injury player. They got all of his injuries. This is literally every single injury that he's had, I believe, since college. It should go all the way back to college. Yeah. Shit. So yeah, they go all the way back to college. They got every single, every single uh injury he's had. It looks like they're actually missing. Oh, I, I said, yeah. I said calf, and I meant, yeah, that was the groin. 
Remember the growing right. like so it's 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 a lot of stuff. This is my point to you, Ace. I'm building a brand new team. This is the new who day, period. Period. Right. Period. I have my foundational pieces that I've already selected, right? I right. already know that young uh Carl Lawson, Sam Hubbard, defense end, William Jackson, uh Bates on the other end, Jermaine Pratt in the middle, right? I go right. to offensive side, I got Joe Mixon. I got Tyler Boyd and Joe Burrow, right? And A.J. Right. Green would be in that, and I value A.J. Green higher than a first-round pick. But part of business is knowing when to get in, when to get out. And with the wide receiver draft pool that's coming in, I don't, I'm don't. i not even saying that they need to draft two wide receivers with those influx of picks. I think right. this is a good opportunity to go draft another guard. I think it's a good opportunity. But you're taking less picks away, though, if because you have to pick another wide receiver if you do that. I just added three more picks, and I could trade up in any of these rounds now with my extra picks. And I got $60 okay. million in cap space. So I'm right. saying some of these guys that I already know they're going to fall to the second anyway, I was going to use my second-round pick on a wide receiver anyway and go but against the grain. What wide receiver are you going to get that's A.J. Green? He's not I don't need I don't need A.J. Green level. All I need is what Joe Burrow was currently but faced I with. Think it's, what, I what think he, it's what he had at LSU. He had Chase, he had Jefferson, and he had, he had good uh, receivers. And, and he had Mo. He had good he had, receivers. He had good receivers. He didn't have dominant elite receivers. Oh, he didn't have he didn't have he CD Lamb. He didn't have CD Lamb or Judy or anybody like that. He didn't have His A.J. Green level talent. Yes, he did. He, he he's got some good receivers at no, LSU. The, Chase and Jefferson are very good, and they will be good right. in the NFL. But they are not C.D. Lamb, Judy type talents. A.J. Green, those are dominant wide receivers that have speed. Jefferson and Chase are niche receivers that do a couple things really, really well. They aren't A.J. Green level wide receivers. I already have Tyler Boyd and Auden Tate, and I have John Ross. And I'm about to go add a second but round. This is this is. I this could is my go thing. get a first round wide receiver. Thing. I could go get a. Let's talk about. Let's talk about AJ Green though, future Hall of Famer, and let's talk about old wide receivers that aren't supposed to be good anymore. How old do you think To was when he went to the Eagles? You would say To was still in his prime, right? When he went to the Eagles, he still T.O., had. To was a freak. A, Yes, T.O. was 31 when he went to the Eagles. Don't tell me nothing about T.O. or Randy Moss. I, at this point, Randy it, Moss. Okay, Randy Moss. I, I thought that was, was your next person. I guess how old he was when he went to the Patriots. When he 30? 32. Okay, and caught he, 23 touchdowns the next year. I got other ones. Steve Smith. That's another one. Steve mm-hmm. Smith played for how long? How, how many often? Years the, how Steve often does that happen? Ace, do you know that the cutoff? Okay, of wide Keyshawn Johnson. Bro, you're, you're literally naming like you could name ten wide receivers in all of fifty years that did and, that, uh, and that's what, what you're doing. Who's Mason that played for the for the Ravens? <laughs> Mason, Anquan Bowden, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Joey Galloway. None of these people uh, are, are are worth, Jerry Rice are worth more than until he was forty. You're just naming he wide was, receivers that have production. In the Super Bowl. He was 39 in the Super Bowl. What I'm saying is attention, yeah, everybody. Naming, Ace is now pulling what we notice, call. Notice that I'm naming out. Hall of Fame receivers. Wes Welker, old as hell. They ain't producing the level like that you're talking about, though. Like so, Wes Welker like wasn't they're... getting off on the Broncos. Wes Welker didn't get off on the Broncos. He did really well with Peyton Manning for yeah. his age, right? So, so for me, like I think when you talk about how guys long did like he do that, it though? Antonio Brown is thirty-one. Would you not take Antonio Brown right now? Uh, damn sure, I would take Antonio Brown over AJ Green because he's healthier, right? But for me, like I just AJ Green to me, he's not like Julio is thirty-one, like and he's hurt all the time. Like I'm not trading Julio. Like I'm I'm not Julio doing. Julio don't be out for whole seasons like AJ Green, bro. But he still has a whole bunch of injuries. He's more available. To me, I don't when, think when like, this is all AJ, when this is all said and done, do you think that Julio is going to get more Hall of Fame votes than AJ Green? Yeah, Julio's definitely going to get him because he's who, who you think has the who, who you up. think has a better resume? I think Julio though. He went to a Super Bowl. I mean, who do you think is a better player? Who do I think is a better player? I think really they're even to be honest with you. Like, I think I AJ think, Green's better. <laughs> I think AJ Green's better, but I think like we'll never know though. I, I don't think we'll ever know because like put AJ Green in a Falcons jersey, like what does he do? Like I think that they 
I think he does a lot better. I think he does a lot better. But um, my main argument. Sorry, guys, if y'all hear my dog barking, I'm sorry about that. (laughs) My main argument, though, was when we talked about adding Dante Hightower, I'm like, nah, I'd rather just keep AJ Green and sign Corey Littleson, who's younger, who's much younger, who's going to make the same money. These coverage linebackers, that's another thing. I'm not on a Corey Littleton train. Like, I'm not really in all in on these on these these coverage linebackers. Like, I'm just not with I, with this new scheme that they're running, where they're doing a lot of three four stuff. Like, I'm I'm moving into this. Like, I just I'm not with that. Like, I rather them draft like edge guys. Like, honestly, and just get and then we're we're going into like when you saw later on the season, no teams were attacking the middle. Pratt. Vigil or whoever you want. I mean, Littleton would be good, but I'd rather have Schobert rather than Littleton, and I could pay less money. Too. I could say I'll take Schobert too, but for me, it's, it's a bunch like, of linebackers. It's a bunch it's of safeties that can make plays that I would you take. Told me, if you told me this was like the Redskins, not saying that I want the second overall pick for AJ Grant, right? But if you're telling me like it's the Redskins with like the 13th pick, and then they got like the second rounder, and then I'm getting a future pick from the Redskins. I take that. Right. I know, I know the Redskins not gonna be good. No, nobody's giving you that for AJ Green right now, bro. If he would have came out the last two games and just had I a still touch, don't think Bill Belichick is giving us that for AJ Green. I think Bill Belichick is trying to lowball us. That's why initially I was like, if they do this, they are stupid okay. as hell. Because okay, I feel like yeah. Bill Belichick. But see, see, it. when I saw it, when I saw it, the only thing I'm thinking is first. That's where I'm. The conversation starts. Starts at first round. Period. I don't. If it, I, if it ain't if it ain't a first round, then no, nah, I'm not taking that chance. I'm with you. If right. it's if they could give me a second round this year, the the, the year after that, and right. just just then I do fall back on like this is a Hall of Famer we're talking about here. Like I do go into I just that mode. Gotta see. I just because like what you want to see AJ Joe Green, Burrow with AJ Green. That's what all. AJ Green scores twenty three touchdowns with the Patriots. Like then his stock is even higher. Like if I got a, if I got a first round pick for him, I'm not even mad, bro. Like go do your thing, bro. I'm I, if if I hit like I'm supposed to hit, I won't right. even care because I don't need a guy that has twenty three touchdowns. I need a guy that's available and I need a guy that's lit. And he might have six touchdowns, and he has seven hundred yards, right? Year one. But what but I need is, but I got, I but I got is, my foundation because I got. But him, I know I what I'm young. getting to AJ Green. You could be like, no, you don't. You gonna like, get a hobbled ass ankle, and you, you gonna get, get somebody. You could get. You could be like Pittsburgh, and then you got Boo Boo Smith Schuster, and you got who knows what you got after that. Now you ain't even got a thousand yard receiver. I think Tyler Boyd can do it by himself. I think he's proven. He's not what I need from well, a lot I of need, those games. A lot of those games, bro. He had 500 yards and like a lot of, a lot of like, and Tyler Boyd is my guy, but like 500 of meaningless games against like meaningless games. But, but I will say this though. This is, this is my vision. I think, I think this is very, very important. I, I, I look at Joe Burrow's distribution of the ball in college and he doesn't rely on one guy. In some right. of them games, like in the national championship game, he went to chase real, real heavy. In the game um, right before he went that, to he, Moss too. He, he went, went to, to Moss a lot in that went, game, but he went to Jefferson. So Jefferson went off for like two twenty the the, the 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 semifinal game, and then he right. went back to Chase like in Moss in the in the final. Like he right. distributes the ball to, and, and then don't forget the running back they had a uh, uh, Claire or whatever his name is. Claire Harris. Um, he yeah, he's gonna be a beast. So so like throughout the year. All those games when we would come on here and I say like I'd be like I'll go look at the statue. It it would never be just one guy. So what I'm trying to do is emulate. What I want to do is do this. Um, if y'all know me, like my my wife hates me because I I call myself a futurist. I only think about things in like four or five years later. Like it's just by nature. I envision a team that doesn't have to have a shitload of players saying that they want to hold out or demanding these heavy, heavy, heavy contracts, sort of Patriots like in that regard, if I'm getting really good talent and they're and they're and they're all playing well together and I have a good nucleus by the time that Joe Burrow is going to get paid, I'm not scrambling around trying to replace like this dominant force that dominated the offense. I'm not trying to go that route again and have AJ green be like, this one guy that when he's out, we can't win. And that's the one thing I don't like about like them calling the offensive game, but just the way that it went. I, right. I love having a dominant wide receiver, whatever. But if I got to auditate Tyler Boyd 
and let's just use Jefferson or whatever. Like, and, and all these guys are all a threat on their own, and you mm-hmm. can't single cover them or whatever. I I, I want to buy into that more because even if I can't re-sign a guy like like to me, that's m- most Sanu and Marvin Jones level talent, right? Even right. if I can't sign that guy, whatever, I can go draft it again. I could go find a veteran to replace it. It's not like I'm trying to like replace out like this dominant force that only happens once in a generation. And right. to me, that's more valuable. And that's that's the that's the premise of what I'm trying to do. It's like get really good talent, but I don't need the very greatest wide receiver of all time. If he turns out to be amazing, that's that's awesome too. But if everybody plays really well and Joe Burrow's distributing the ball like how he should, and I just picked up three extra picks. And I got a wide receiver that's available. Like, you know, like to me, that's a win. And when you start talking about uh, A.J. Green getting traded for middle or first round, it's a, his value is not that. And that's you being a fan. Yeah, to me, I think it's just because I don't want this to be like a two or three year thing. Like, I really legit believe if Joe Burrow comes in here first, with first A.J. Green, one. with John Jonah Williams, with uh okay. mixing and all that that to me could be a fringe playoff team like to me that's just that's just my personal opinion i don't know if i, I agree know if too could, if aj green is playing if the Bengals were actually like the browns like if they were the browns last year with a dude that they just fired like if they if he was in charge of this team they could go for like they could go for a playoff run if he they had john dorsey in here making the moves picking and doing what he should do with the pick like I would feel so much confident and if it was him doing it like I just want the real short turnaround I think that's what I'm kind of looking at is like within three years I want a Super Bowl like no bullshit like that's what I want with Joe Burrow that's what I want like I just want AJ Green to retire like after winning a Super Bowl and like that to be like it and I think I think we we're envisioning like the same type of thing you know, right. like the same window. So right. with that said, guys, I want everybody, guys and girls, I want everybody to chime in. Please hit us up on Instagram at Zim underscore who and also New Stripe City on Twitter and Instagram. If you see me on Twitter, I'm Zim who just all together. Please make sure you're following all of our other shows that um, we're on the syndicate with with um, uh, God help me out, Ace. Uh, Orange on Black Insider Jungle. and yeah. Matt Minish's Chalk uh, Talk on yes, the Sensi Jungle podcast. Make sure you're listening to that. Make sure you're tuning in us. But please, please chime in. The comments are going crazy just while we've been con- while we're recording this on the trade offer that I'm just putting out there. It's it's fun for me to hear it because I agree with Ace too. I also agree with myself. And <laughs> so I agree I, with them. I agree with them as well. I'm just for me, it's just I'm a huge AJ guy, and I just should have worn my AJ green. To be team. to be honest, I think another thing is I want to prove how much better he can be without Andy Dalton, and that I do, he can I be do good without him. Andy. I do want to see him with Joe Burrow, but please chime in, guys. Thank you very much for listening to us. We love you guys. Please hit us up. Please make sure you check out Cot Sporting Goods. Um, located in Cincinnati, just look, look them up on the internet. If you do want to get a Joe Burrow jersey, just mention Zim Hude, mention Ace New Stripe City, and I promise they'll get your jersey ready for you, ready to ship out immediately. We're going to work on a promo code for you right now, but even still, they're the only ones offering it right now, right out the gates, hot and ready. Um, aside from that, uh, we're going to get you up to date with some free agency stuff coming up. As always, Hude. Hude.